Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Cal. Cal is the only unbeaten team left in the Pac-12. Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck. That's right. You heard it right here. Cal. Like, I don't think anyone thought Cal was going to be the only undefeated team. You have all these teams like Stanford, Oregon, Washington, Washington State, Utah, Arizona State. Uh, These were the teams that people kind of thought were going to do something. Cal would be one of the very last teams you ever expected that. No question about that, right? Right. And, And they have Jeff Wilcox, who's their coach, and guess who he's a disciple of? Do you know? No. Uh, Chris Peterson. Ah. So he's cut from that cloth. Ah. They've been playing excellent defense. They were really good a year ago, and now they found a little bit of offense. They beat a team from the SEC in SEC Wonderland, uh, Ole Miss, and they're the only undefeated team in the conference. Now, they're not the highest-ranked team in the conference, but can a team from the Pac-12 win enough games – and get enough attention to actually make the college football playoffs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and you know, is Cal the only hope? <laughs> well, I, I think I think one loss is is obviously the max. You know, you play the right schedule. If Utah wins out from here out with one loss early in the season, and the way the schedule plays out, and they were and it's at USC, and they were ranked at the time. They were ranked at the time. And maybe USC continues to be ranked. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. you, yeah, if you can play it out, and Utah wins every game, and they win at Washington, they win the Pac-12 championship, and with this early loss, I think a one-loss team could go to the you know the playoffs. So every every team that's made it from the Pac-12 to the playoffs has had one loss. Yeah. So there hasn't ever been an undefeated team that actually goes to the playoffs. So it, it's a possibility. And and your yeah. point, meaning an early season loss isn't going to kill you. No. A late no. season one is just, it's a, it's it's a death. death sentence. You right. just can't have it. And you have to win, of course, the Pac-12 championship. So you've, you've I mean, Utah's under the gun right now to do it. But there, here's what's happened in the Pac-12. There are five teams that are ranked. Like like there there's there's some decent respect for the Pac-12. Oh yeah. So Cal's ranked, Utah's ranked, Oregon's ranked, Washington is ranked. Did I get all of them? Oregon, Washington, Utah, Cal, and Washington State is still ranked. Yeah. So so there's there's five. There were six last week. Arizona State was in. U, USC was in. Uh, there there could be six teams in the Pac-12. Yeah, they worked their way back in there. They're, they're close. I mean, you, right. you know. Of course, you, USC is going to play Washington this week, and that that could be you know that's a huge game. That's a huge game, right? Uh, what what I found, this is what I found, and I I think it's unfair because I don't think the Pac-12 is a weak conference. No, I don't think they have an elite team like an Alabama or Georgia. I'm not totally convinced Clemson is a is a 
is an elite team because there's nobody else in the ACC. Right. They're just and, a know, really the Pac-12 matches up with the Big Ten, really, right. really good, right? So, I mean, so maybe uh, Ohio State, maybe who knows what I, Wisconsin is? I mean, they yeah. look pretty good. I think it's pretty similar to the Big Ten, though. Right. So right. you have Very. a lot of teams that are good. Yes. And and any week someone's going to possibly beat Knock up on off someone. another, and the it, loser out of USC and Washington is going to be a two loss team, and they're going to drop out of the right, top twenty five. Right, right they now. just yeah. don't they don't have a shot right. at that point. So you can't have two losses uh, at least to make the playoffs. Right now to win the conference and to win the conference championship, yeah, there's there's definitely the possibility Still doable to, to to do that. Yeah. So if a team, if it, so, why is it that way? Why are there some there's some I have a theory on it. I'm I'm curious what you think. Why is it then that there's a, a bunch of good teams in the Pac-12 and there's not just this elite great team? Oh, I think cuz you know recruiting now and the ability to for athletes to build a you know pick pick the schools you're limited to what 85 scholarships in D1. It isn't the old days in the 1960s when Nebraska had like 140 scholarships on the roster or whatever. <laughs> you just recruited every you you locked in the best players in the country all on one you know on a few teams. I think this is uh, I, I think just there's so much competition out there that it's it, it spreads the talent you know a lot a lot more. Uh, let, let me ask you this question: Really, really do. Of all coaching the pa- is more even. Of and, all the Pac-12 schools, who do you think could easily get the most talent? Oh, USC. Not even a question, right? Not even a question. Of all the 12 Pac-12 coaches, who's the best coach in the Pac-12? Peterson. So what if you put Chris Peterson at USC? Oh, Oh, it, you create that elite team, right? You create that elite team. You'd get the you'd get the recruits. It no, would just be it would just be lights nobody, out. Yeah, it'd be lights out. It wouldn't out. even be close. It'd be right? lights out. Wouldn't even be close. And so and and that's where I think the issue is. I think the Pac-12 has a lot of good coaches. I, I, but the, the, the really the best coach needs to be at the best program, and you just answered my question yeah. for me. And so There's here no you have because that. I'll tell you, David Shaw is a great coach, but he's at Stanford, and and I mean he literally he literally is coaching and fighting with one arm tied behind his back. I agree with the limitations of where he is. I agree. Okay, Mario Cristobal may be in the best situation like Oregon can really recruit you know they can get players to Oregon not like USC not like USC but if you had if you had a great coach at Oregon different story yeah how'd you like to be Washington State and recruit to Pullman Washington right and you have Mike Leach who's just an absolute treasure right I mean he's absolutely hilarious I love his interviews more than anything exactly it just you know yeah we love Mike Leach but he's in he's in Pullman yeah. And, and even Kyle Whittingham, and you know, it's it's a challenge at Utah, and so that so there's a lot of good coaches. Herm Edwards at Arizona State, a good coach, and and you have Jeff Wilcox, who's a Cal. Like Cal is like Cal, yeah, right. Would not want to take that job on. No, and so so it's it's a lot of good coaches that have pull. Like they bring, you know, and so really it's it's all these good coaches getting the very best of where they are, right. and you just have a bunch of good teams. You got a bunch of good teams. You, not every player can go to USC, right? I mean, they might get no. the, the 
all the five stars, but but you're going to be a three or four star that hates you, those five stars. You're going to be better than them. But if you have the right situation yeah. at USC, oh, then you compete against Alabama and you yes. compete against Georgia and Ohio State. It's the it's the only place in the Pac-12 you can do that. They could flat out the go only against, place. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It just with that. is to go against Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. It is the only place. The head coach is the biggest key in college football, in my opinion. Yeah, the right head coach in the, the right, right situation. School. Absolutely, will it, it? That's like lightning in a bottle. It's like lightning in a bottle. You can be a great Pete coach. Carroll, like Pete Carroll goes to USC, lights out. Yeah, and I don't think people knew that he was that good a coach until he went there. But it was just he—he he really understood. And I like Clay Helton. Don't get—I really do. I—I've really—he's grown on me. But he's not a great coach. Those players are not well coached at USC. They're just not. They're great athletes, but no, they, they no. That looked. I tell you, when I watched them play against BYU, I was like, right. I I I was so disappointed in the coaching and their adjustments and what they did. And part of it was they were very flat. And I think the coaches overlooked BYU just about as the players did. Honestly, right. I mean, that was just right. embarrassing. Yeah. And then they come out and play lights out against Utah when it really counted. And it wasn't but, really like. I mean, they really just threw the ball and made these uh, crazy long play. I'm just telling yeah. you, just like wow, okay, yeah. All right, uh, this round of rivals is over. It's over. He's, we'll, he's Jason Buck. That's Scott Mitchell. Powered by KSLSports.com. We're on face Facebook at the Rivals Podcast Bless and on you. Twitter. Thank you. Got to stop <laughs> drinking. And on Twitter at the Rivals Show. Until then. Jason will get an attitude adjustment. Oh, and by I'll the way, nicer next week. his hair has not grown back on his chest. Oh. Has a nice you. Every Just time so I know, take off my shirt at night, you know, or jump in the shower, I got to look at that stinking you Just so you know, into folks, my chest. Waxing works. That's well, all I got to say. Waxing works. All right, we'll catch you soon. You're giving me points next year. Whatever. Whatever.